BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, everyone? This is Tim Einenko with The Library. We continue our interview with Kumodi. Are you ready? Are you ready to elevate? As I rhyme on time, you'll illuminate hardest diamonds. Knowledge shining. It's that time and it's all in the timing. 400 years, blood, sweat, and tears. The rain is over and the sun is here. Yeah, bright and clear. Countdown to the year. No fear because I'm in there. Holding my mic like the staff of Raw. Bringing true light after dark. Brothers alive but still unborn. It's almost morning. It's time to mourn. Your top five albums of all time. If you had to like throw away all your music, but only keep five, uh, which ones would they be? Oh, you mean my albums or just albums? Oh, albums. Uh, whichever ones you want. I mean, I guess albums in general. Oh, see, okay. I saw that question and didn't know which way it was. I was oh, like, sorry about that. Well, if it was my records, because I just thought about five records or whatever, I said <laughs> I would keep rappers, uh, new rap language, because it was the first one we did, and it was Swoonie Z and the Treacherous Three, the whole crew on there. I would keep Body Rock and Heartbeat from the Treacherous Three, and I would keep uh, How You Like Me Now and Wild Wild West from, from my cool Modi thing. Oh, Those nice. would be my five in that. But if you're talking about just albums of all time, um, I have to go Stevie Wonder Songs in the Key of Life. Nice. Uh, I have to go Earth, Wind, and Fire, All in All. I have to go Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. Uh, that's three. That's an amazing album. Uh, and I'm just trying to think of what I what records could I not do out, do away with. So that's three. And I'm trying not to double up on artists because I could double up on either of those and be done. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. either of those artists. I mean, I can get another Earth because I can go That's the Way of the World for Earth, Wind, and Fire, truthfully. Uh, that's four. <laughs> and I could go hotter than July with Steven, but I'm not going to do that. That's four. I'll say a fifth because I have to get my other favorite artists in there. I would have to do um, um, Prince Purple Rain. So, oh, of course. Yeah. Here it is. That's it. That's my five. Yeah, I, I got to do two Earthen and Fire in there. So you got all in all, that's the way of the world. Uh, off the Wall, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonders, Songs in the Key of Life, and uh, Prince's Purple Rain. Those are five albums I absolutely have to have in the equation. So no, so so no hip hop albums. Uh, albums, no. Oh, I love uh, again a close six is Public Enemy's Nation of Millions oh, uh, holds back. That's uh, that's six. So if you give me ten, that's the first one in the ten. <laughs> nice. But I can't, I cannot, I love, of course, Public Enemy, all-time favorite group. Uh, and I love, love Nation of Millions without question. So if I can't do 5A and 5A, and like I said, I had to double up on Earth, Wind, and Fire because 
I absolutely have to have uh, That's the Way of the World. That that album is, uh, it kind of starts my, quote-unquote, upgrade of my musical IQ. And Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life is still pound for pound, the best album I've heard all time. And then, you know, again, Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. You could just stop at Don't Stop Till You Get Enough and, and uh, rock with you. And I almost don't need anything else. And, of course, there's still more on that album, but that, that was just incredible. There's so many times I actually can't get past Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. <laughs> I just keep rewinding it back and forth. Right, and I'll do that until I miss it and it gets to... And I'm done, so I can't stop. Once Rock With You is playing, I can't stop. Oh, no, that's true. So I know your career is obviously still going, but so far, what has been the highlight of your career? Working with Quincy Jones back on the block, easily. Omnipresence is my present state of being, seeing the unpleasant sight of righteous souls live like peasants. The mind stunts growth and adolescence. My insight enables me to enlighten the weakest of minds and I put them in flight as I transcend, ascend, or descend, recreate, reincarnate, and reset the powerful spirits of our ancestors. For those that don't know how God blessed us, because men messed up, the media dressed up, lies perpetrated as truth, and it left us confused. But I've seen it all before. Pound for pound, uh, the most enthralling, thrilling, enlightening music experience I've ever had. Uh, working with Quincy Jones is like working with the musical version of Yoda. Right. Uh, the wisdom is incredible. The the integrity, the stuff that he tells you, his perspective, his knowledge, his acumen, his IQ, over, 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 over the top. Nothing compared. And I even told him, and I said it in Unsung or whatever, I said, working with Quincy was the best thing that ever happened. But in many ways, it messed me up because I couldn't go backwards. I now know what the ceiling is, and I can't work lower than this at this point. I don't know how... It's like being able to play Madison Square Garden and then somebody wants you to just come back and, you know, play the Hava Hut. Right, you know, right. Like, I, I don't know how to do that anymore. Because when I went to the garden, they had a banner and they had a light show and they had lasers and they had explosions and they had strings and I levitated and the band played my record and the audience, like, this whole place sang and I don't know how to go back to just doing a little small club anymore. It's the same kind of effect. Uh, you know, going that far with, with Quincy. And again, the Back on the Block project, the fact of meeting uh, those jazz icons and, you know, Ray Charles was enough. Oh, you know, wow. Quincy was already enough, but then you add Ray Charles into the equation and, and then Shaka Khan and then even Saida Garrett and then Tevin Campbell. Like, and just uh, not only the mosaic, but the connectivity. And the thing that I got from that and the still the thing that I swear by in music, what's really missing and how we're doing a disservice to each other if we don't connect the generations, then we're kind of losing a lot, than, a lot more than we, we, we really could maximize in music because it makes sense to have the elders, uh, the hot kids of the day, and the newcomers. Mm. If you put that in an energy, you never, ever, ever lose just because you have the old and the, the past, present, and the future simultaneously always. And I and I and you're right. I think I see that. You know, you see that with new new artists coming out. When um, you know, they you ask them who their influences were are are, are and they kind of like pick, 
you know, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, not a bad thing, but they like, picked like Jay-Z or Nas and nothing, you know, nothing has to do with R&B or nothing has to do with this, even right. like, you know, old school music. Right, right. I mean, you know, and projects like that, especially if you put them at the level that they're supposed to be at, I think the creativity would be heightened. But I would love to see, you know, Shaka Khan with Alicia Keys and with a new girl like Elle, uh, what's her name, Elle coming up. Just love to see it. I mean, that kind of stuff I think is always, and it's extremely interesting. So, you know, why wouldn't there be a hip-hop record with, you know, Kumo D, Kanye West, and some new up-and-coming guy that nobody's heard of. Is that That's gonna? The, is that gonna happen? I, I mean, I'll push for it. I'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll throw it out there all the time. You know, <laughs> not once I start, uh, you know, moving the music again, I have no problem saying I actually will say it on record. Mm-hmm. You know, the next generation, the past generation, and this generation. What's the future of Kumo D? I'm uh, setting up to do my own talk show, which I was also, you know, a little let down that in, in, in the unsung thing, they show clips from the talk show that I was doing, and they don't say it was a talk show, and they don't say I was hosting it, and they don't say anything about, you know, okay, so I'm getting ready to host my own talk show, setting up to go into pre-production and do it the way I want to do it, but I'm doing the talk show, it's called Behind the Rhyme, it's literally like an inside the actor studio version of hip hop, you know, inside the rapper studio, if you will. Oh, nice. And it's basically the one-on-one kind of interview space, and going in the levels and the layers that most pop interviews don't go, because they're only talking about how's your record sales and what's your favorite record and what do you want the audience to remember you by. Like it's real generic. And I think just from the conversations that I've had with Will Smith or Chuck D, we can go in at a level with comfort because. You know I'm not looking for the dirt. I'm not looking for the, the drama angle, the integrity and the comfort that happens when your peers are talking as opposed to somebody that you're viewing as an outsider. Uh, it's just a totally different energy. And I think that uh, it's just the next step that hip-hop needs to go to, on top of which, you know, in that kind of environment, if I'm interviewing me or somebody like a Chuck is interviewing me, you don't ever overstate or underestimate the fact of what the actual battle was about or the fact that I went to college. Like, those things are never going to be left out in those kinds of environments. Right. Who would the first guest be on the, Beyond the Rhyme? Uh, my personal favorite would always be Chuck D. I always, you know, again, uh, uh, my closest friends uh, in the industry has always been Chuck D, Dougie Fresh. Uh, I would have to now throw Big Daddy Kane in there. But Chuck D, Dougie Fresh, uh, Big Daddy Kane, uh, KRS, those guys, man, uh, and, and Will Smith, those those are, like, uh, as they say, my fave five, just in terms of we get on the phone, we have conversations, uh, very cool with Jalil from Houdini also, uh, and we have real, real conversations and perspectives and, you know, uh, very self-reflective kind of thought uh thought-provoking uh, conversation, and I think, you know, just putting that, I, I've had conversations with Chuck D that I'm sure would get a million hits if we put it on YouTube or something, right. <laughs> so that kind of stuff, just taking it into the marketplace because of the layers and the depth and the insights that most people have no idea uh, is really, really in the equation, how much thought goes into some of the simplest stuff. Oh, actually, that made me think of an unsung when uh, everyone else that they talked to is alone, but Dougie Fresh is with you. Is was were you guys working on an album there, or was that? I was in the studio. I was actually going to have them record me recording at Dougie's studio. Oh, okay. um, so, and I think uh, doing it with Dougie 
gave it a different flavor just because it loosened it up and it made it not the stereotypical kind of one-off, one-shot, one-shot. And to see us in there, I mean, because it turned into be the, to me, it turned into the comic relief of the whole piece. Right. Uh, you know, saying, you know, VD was hot that summer. And <laughs> I think the book should be burned. It was hysterical. <laughs> and who put that in there? Teddy Riley, you know, it was hysterical. I mean, Dougie, what we do, and that's the other thing, too, that, that people don't get to see, which is the other reason I wanted to, I'm doing uh, Behind the Rhyme, is it's not always stuffy and sterile. There is a lot of levity in the wisdom. There's a lot of levity in the insight. So we're actually laughing and having a good time. I mean, you know, when I talk to Melly Mel, uh, you know, we might gripe about some stuff about the industry, but in many ways it's a lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. So I just think that that part of, of uh, not only uh, hip-hop, but just in terms of the artistry or the, or the intellect is not really shown in the same light. And we get to this place, and, you know, now that I'm also doing television, it's like when you say information or education, they run. They think it's going to be sterile and stale and right. preachy, and they have no idea that information and education can still be entertaining because it's how you present it. it well, it's like, it's like, the, like have it stick, uh, the stigma of calling someone a conscious rapper or a political rapper. Right. It's, you know, everyone runs. Like, you tell someone, you, you someone makes a political song and they do, like, I mean, quote-unquote, conscious song today. And you say, like, yeah, so how is it to be a conscious rapper? And they're like, well, you know, you call me a conscious rapper. That's not true. Right. You're like, well, but you just rhymed about some conscious <laughs> stuff. I don't, what do you want me to tell you? Like, do you want me to play right. the song for you? Um, uh, and there's one more question, and I, I started to keep you. And I don't know if I'm looking too into this. Um, I was re-listening to a lot of your songs. And I, well, the, the um, I am Kumodi. Uh, this is the last thing that stands out. But so on I am Kumodi, you say uh, like I, I am the greatest, but not Ali. Not Ali, uh, right. Kumodi. Uh-huh. But then other songs, and even in um, and 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 then even in Rise and Shine, the video, um, other songs you kind of, and I could be totally looking into this and tell me if I am, um, kind of like give yourself a godlike and then also you you know do the uh, kind of the scene set the scene of Malcolm X uh is there something to that like you know telling everyone you know I'm 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 the greatest but not Ali but then not kind of quantifying you know when you compare yourself to like I guess Malcolm X or something uh well basically it's the esoteric answer is energy can't be destroyed Mm. And no matter how many of our greats, I'm named after Mahatma Gandhi. I, you know, again, I follow Bruce Lee and Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali. Ali called himself the greatest. Something about that frequency has an appeal to me for a reason. So what I'm basically saying is that energy and that synergy uh, is a part of who I am. So, and it's a continuum. Mm, so basically, okay. it is a connectivity. So I said the greatest, but not Ali. Like basically saying, I'm letting him have what he—that's his moniker. That's what he called himself. But you know, as far as hip hop, I'm saying, well, I'm the greatest, but not Ali. I'm Kumo D, and just keeping me Ali. And even in the, you know, on um, one of the other songs, which uh, you know, I'm hitting hard or whatever. Ali and Frazier, I amaze you. I keep a lot of Ali analogies in my stuff or whatever. Uh, the Malcolm X thing at the Audubon. 
uh, the Stop the Violence movement, just in terms of the party at the Audubon was where I first saw Grandmaster Flash, and that's where Malcolm X got killed, and Public Enemy did the video there, and you say, bam, they at the Audubon or whatever. Just that whole connectivity that I think is still here, it's like no matter how many times you kill it or attempt to kill it, energy can't be destroyed. It just transfers. It just takes on a different machination. So I'm absolutely basically trying to send the signal that I am connected to that energy. What is um I get if you can like what is, can you spit your favorite verse by by you <laughs> of all time? Oh wow, of all time, I, that would definitely take thought because I don't I don't really have a greatest verse, and actually I don't have a greatest verse on a record that's been released. Uh, you know, one of my greatest verses is on a record called La La La, which I didn't release, and I'm actually going to put in probably an acapella of it on an album that's awesome yeah uh but yeah as a matter of fact it's in the movie ice t used a little clip of it the, oh, the other again rap? another yeah another two-hour interview where they used 16 bars but <laughs> so yeah, it's all that, yeah that's all that all of that's on the case so that would be my 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 greatest verse uh and literally if you want to take it from there i don't literally don't think you want me to do it live but <laughs> so some guys that use vocabulary as a weapon almost just to brag or show so kind of what i do in that sense is like um braggadocious rhythmic vernacular designed to back you up i back it up with the spectacular yet just a fraction of my perpendicular with no particular linear structures i'm giving you ruptures as i erupt into your cerebellum i try to tell him i open a vortex your cerebral cortex sends a reaction that has him like a spasm upon further review you see it was lyrical orgasm how did it happen you can't even describe the vibe what was the essence of god presence felt inside bestowed upon you from the moment i dropped it on you i strike like a thief in the night and can't nobody warn you i'm on you i got that truly godlike metaphysical neolithical ask what you see in me lyrical deity hip-hop's pantheon one step beyond, so I stand beyond. Whatever Shaytan's fans beyond, I lights him up like neon, locks him down like Dion. Reclaim my title three times like Ollie when he beat Leon, and that's what I be on for the peon. Legendary uh, hip hop god Kumo D, uh, thank you so much for joining me today on uh, the library with Tim Heineke on And You Don't Stop with Chuck B. Thank you, bro. To download the full interview, go to my podcast on iTunes. It's called The Library with Tim Einenkel. That's E-I-N-E-N-K-E-L. And make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kosher22. Who wants up? Come get it. A battle is a test, so 
whips and I'm with it. Heart beats and torch and I lit it. Set the world on fire, I did it. Now it feels good, I'm heating up. I feed off knowledge and can't eat enough. Cause knowledge is infinite, suckers ain't into it. Ignorance is bliss and they came to it. They party and dance and they don't ever glance at a book or look for their mind to advance. Caught in a rut, chasing butt, trying to get a dollar or a nun. Evil feeds off a source of apathy. Weak in the mind and of course you have to be less than a man. More like a thing. No knowledge or nothing. Knowledge is king. My knowledge comes from a spiritual force. Stronger than any earthly source of propaganda. Hype or slander. I don't believe the hype. I understand the media dictates the mind and rotates the way you think. It's in go pace, slow pace. Brains can't maintain All praise, fame, position, wanna be a star, drive a big car, live bourgeois, don't know who you are. Lost in the sauce and praising the dollar. Whether your faith is Christ or Allah, the knowledge of God will teach one thing. The dollar is moot. Knowledge is king. My rhymes make a weak mind anorexic. You can't hang without slang, so eject it. I select it. Rhymes to wreck it to affect the effect of a rhyme that left it. Hanging like a can't come down, but you're hanging in the brain, so your brain is hellbound, lost and found by the serpent sound, but you don't know can't hurt, that's profound, absurd, some better word, an ignorant fool is a real cool nerd, your pockets are fat with an empty head, got a little bit of fame and a name and your brain dead, you count your dollars so you think you're in, you know how to count but you don't know when, ask history today and it'll equal the future, repetitive mistakes because the brain ain't a future, you need knowledge to understand the concept of sacrifice, but we don't understand, so we have to fight war, killing people we never saw before, some don't even know what they're killing for, following rulers instead of the prophets, the wicked can rule you, but knowledge can stop it, souls can't be controlled cause it's a spiritual thing, but you got to have knowledge, knowledge is king, knowledge is king, BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wick nuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last